Hey guys, so I'm gonna play to you something very, very special today, different, but I believe that any of you entrepreneurs, business owners, no matter where you are, if you're an artist, you're gonna enjoy it even more. But this particular interview was um, specifically addressed to artists, people that wanna get more attention using the social media platforms. I got a lot of great questions on it. It's about 40 minutes long. A friend of mine and an artist himself and a great creative person, his name is uh, Jake Isham. He interviewed me um, on my office uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, he it was a podcast episode for his uh, brand new podcast. Uh, and um, you can actually get a lot of data as to how to use social media to get more attention for your products. And that could be music, that could be uh, your art, that could be uh, anything that, that you have a passion for. Uh, it all applies the same. So I'm gonna be playing this interview for you. I'm sure you're gonna get a lot of value from it. I hope that you do. If you're an artist, you're gonna enjoy it even that much more uh, just because it was uh, addressed towards you to begin with. So here we go, without further ado. Here is uh, today's podcast with my interview with Jake Heisham. Hey guys, so today we have a very special guest. I feel like I say this a lot, but uh, this guy is, is one of my dear, dear friends. I've got to work with him for a number of years now. Well, let's just get into it. It's Manuel Suarez. So Manuel, give the people a little perspective of who you are and the and how epic you are. <laughs> I've never described myself as epic, but... I can explain a little bit. I am an accidental marketer. Uh, what does that mean? That I didn't go to college, I didn't go to the system to become a marketer. I, at one point, without getting into too many details, in 2012, um, more or less, seven years ago, um, I realized that I had to do something to improve my finances, having three kids, having a wife, and being broke. Three kids and a wife can get expensive. They can get expensive. And I was, <laughs> I was literally broke. I had gone bankrupt. My bankruptcy had gone final 2010. Mm. I had no career, uh, no degree of nothing. Uh, basically, m people that, are, that were close to me um, didn't really feel I was going to succeed in life. And I would tend to agree because I looked at people going to college and those were supposed to be successful ones, and the ones that are not going to college were not supposed to be successful. So I started looking at, 2012, I think that I mustered enough courage to ask myself, is there something that I can do to improve this condition of not having enough survival? And I started learning, uh, which is the number one step for all entrepreneurs. People forget about that, Jake. People, yeah. people forget about that any expert um, you, as a video creator, as a creative mind, yeah. at some point didn't know crap, you know, yeah. and you had to begin. Like any any individual professional. I mean, I had a similar thing with you. I didn't know business. Yeah. I knew the craft of filmmaking, but I didn't know how to make money doing it. So I then went on a journey to learn business and right. started a business just like you. Yeah. Any individual professional, uh, something that I uh, like to just make people look at is the fact that at some point in their lives... They were beginners, mm -hmm. and they decided to learn something, and then they look for right information, because you can get wrong information. There's a lot of that out there. Oh, yeah. They look for right information, information that is workable. They learned it, they practiced it, and they, along the way, became professionals. Yeah. So that's what happened to me. It wasn't in 12, I started learning. Um, I built my own e-commerce brand. Um, I found, I, get, I guess you can say I got lucky, quote unquote, and I got myself a partner. 
So I started learning and um, uh, and I started getting a passion. I started loving. I, I love what I did. Uh, yeah. I was like, wow, this is good. So let's quickly give uh, what where did you get to with your Amazon business? So we started there and then 2013, we, I think by the end of 2013, we put inventory in place. I was okay. learning for a year, right? 2013, I found this partnership. So I started putting one, uh, uh, bought some inventory, mm-hmm. um, got some agreements in place. I own 34% of that business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an Amazon e-commerce business. It's still today. I sold it two years ago. It's making a lot of money now. Um, so then what you do? So at, at that moment, 2013, we sold But that. you built that up to a seven-figure business, didn't you? It was doing $600,000 in sales within 18 months. Wow. Monthly. 600000 a Monthly. month. Monthly. Yes. So we, wow. in our best year before I got out of it, we crossed $6 million. Wow. Yes. So, yeah, so it, was, then it was a big deal. From that, you sold that, you sold your stake in that, and then you moved into having a marketing agency. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, there's a lot more to the story, um, which we, we're not going to get into it right now, but in, in short, right? You guys can follow Manuel on social. He goes over his story. His story is amazing. <laughs> but this podcast is not, about, it's not about his story. Right, right, right. So I just, and, and the long story short is that at the same time, concurrently, yeah. right, um, I was expanding my Amazon business and I realized that I was good at it and I, I was doing the Amazon business and I accidentally again became mm-hmm. good at social media and I realized the power of controlling your own traffic before mm-hmm. anybody else understood that. That's a reality. People didn't even know there was such a thing as Facebook ads, 2014, 2015. And I was utilizing that. You guys realize this was before you were spammed all day long on on social media with ads. I'm a professional at that. <laughs> well, I know all about that. I don't call it spam though because I exactly. you know like we well we're if it's done to if it's world, done Jake. well if it's done well it's not spam. If it's a good business that really wants to help, the intention is to make money, of course, exactly. but with education and value. Right? Exactly, and, and that's, that's what it's all about. And that's what you're great at. Exactly. That's been my obsession. My obsession has been, uh, just to go back to 2014 or so, my dad, um, he had a business called Natural Slim. We have a business still today, uh, booming in nine countries. At that point, it was only one island, Puerto Rico. And I knew he had a talent to speak, and I convinced him to explore that talent and get in front of a camera. And we started doing that in 2014. Um, so at the same time I was building his business, I was helping him. Uh, he was 63 years old at this point. Uh, felt crazy for a while, getting in front of a camera, talking to the world, and nobody was paying attention. But I had him continue doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he blew up in a big way. Uh, yeah. He's a social media phenomenon. Uh, one of the biggest health superstars in the social media world in the entire Latin American world. Yeah. 1.7 million subscribers on YouTube, uh, millions of followers on Facebook. And our business, which is now in nine countries, is built from the social media efforts that we put into play starting back in 2014. And um, at some point, my dad was doing so good uh, that um, it was rolling without my help. My, my people that were working with me were already, I had uh, about four staff at that point that were helping me in my business. Yep. And I said, okay, good, we're ready to actually help other people. And that's when we structured an agency, which we help people like Dr. Eric Berg, uh, Mr. Tom Cummins, uh, Nancy Cartwright. Um, we help some very influential people. Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone and all these guys that are actually out there changing the world with their businesses, with their messages. Yeah. Uh, even my church, uh, people that I actively help with marketing. And we have a fast forward 2019, we have over 50 staff in the organization now. 
I feel like we're just getting started. Yeah. Getting structured. Uh, I was an accidental marketer, made into a professional, and um, looking forward to continuing the expansion and taking advantage of the opportunities. Which the reality is that most people take for granted. They don't understand that these phenomena of the online world uh, were not accessible to our ancestors. And yeah. we couldn't build a business outside work hours. Not even our ancestors, some of our parents, or even to us five, ten years ago. That's right. You know, so um, I wanted to have Manuel on the show because I wanted him to give some insight. I wanted you to give some insight into marketing, which is such a valuable marketing and, and sales driving traffic to artists. It's something I know that I myself, my family, my, my friends, and just others that I've seen struggle as artists don't want to confront or they don't know where to start, you name it, you name it, excuse, excuse, you know, uh, on marketing because of whatever reason. Right. Um, so thinking with being that you're also great at building personal brands. And at the end of the day, an artist is a personal brand, whether you're a painter, a photographer, a musician, a filmmaker, a poet, you're selling you. Your product simply is, some, as an actor, it really is just you. Right. You know, if you're a poet, a photographer, a painter, you're selling a product. But the reason why people are buying that product is because they love that it's made by you. Right. It's not, oh, it's Starbucks, it's coffee, it's cheap, or it's McDonald's, it's food, it's cheap and fast. They're buying, you know, the painting because they love, they want your painting, not Joe Schmo's painting. Right. So... It's never about the price. It's never about the money. It's not the dollars. It's not the painting is too expensive or it's too cheap. I mean, the people that are out there buying Da Vinci's paintings, they are not. They don't talk about why is it worth five million dollars. You know, it's Da Vinci's painting, yeah. right? Like that's just the way it is. If you brand yourself as an artist and you make yourself known and you get attention, it's never the complaint like the price. People don't complain about how much I charge once they're in here. Yeah. Um, I send bills that are tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, some clients pay us. Consistently. Consistently. <laughs> Not 30, just a one-time bill. This is a monthly absolutely. bill. I, I have clients that pay me $35,000, $40,000 a month on our agency. But that's because we deliver, right? If you, if we have a brand already built with them, if, yeah. we, if we didn't deliver, if we didn't have a connection, then that would be a ridiculous price to charge. So I like to help up-and-coming artists. You know, established artists, they're great. They're established. They're doing their thing. But I'm trying to help guys who maybe or have barely defined their brand, haven't defined their brand at all, have some social media presence, don't have any social media presence. Where would you, if... If you were to give them a seminar, if you were to, or take them on as a client, what would you start with them? What would you, yeah. what would advice would you give them? You know, like I think that um, just like any other business, they're trying to sell something. Mm -hmm. uh, any business, no matter what it is, will not be able to sell anything unless they capture attention, right? That's what we all need. Yeah. Attention. If you don't have attention, Apple doesn't have a line of people buying their products. If you don't have attention, Calvin Klein doesn't sell anything, right? This, in the end, it's about attention. Now, So um, the first thing the, the artists need to do, no matter what artists that they are, they could be a screenwriter, you know, somebody who's behind the scenes, yeah. they still need to capture attention. Right. Hmm. Let me tell you what, what is the easiest way to explain it. Okay. If an artist walks around the world mm -hmm. and just goes to a commercial center, shopping center, okay. uh, goes to uh, a park, goes to a party, uh, anywhere they go, mm -hmm. and they just literally observed what people are doing, 
they will see something that is mm-hmm. quite obvious. Everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody's yeah. consuming content. They're not creating it. Yeah. When I say everybody, it's as close as when you go to any restaurant, possible. you go to any restaurant, and yeah. what's most of the time you see people is not even talking to each other. You see people consuming. on their phone. Right. So social media has presented us with a golden opportunity for us to put ourselves in front of these people. Now, let me tell you what is important here. It's important to understand that, that mm-hmm. if you go around, I challenge any artist or any person to go out there and basically just do a count and look at for every 100 people, how many are creating content, okay? Yeah. I will tell you that it doesn't go past one or two. So you're talking about putting yourself in the 1%. Yeah. Why does content matter? Why is it so important to get seen by people? Because most people are consuming mm-hmm. and a very small percentage are creating. Yeah. So as an artist, the one thing that you have to get over is the shyness of cameras, the shyness of showing the world who you are. And at the end of the day, that's what artists want to do anyways. Right. It's like, so just start doing it on social media. Right. If you're painting, make sure you turn on that camera and you're on Facebook Live painting and yeah. out into the world. Now, also understand the process. Because if you start and you're doing a Facebook Live mm-hmm. and you don't have anybody watching and nobody really cares about it, you've got to understand that that process doesn't happen overnight and it evolves with time. Yeah. It gets better. It snowballs. It doesn't go from one to a hundred. It goes from one to two to one to three to one to two to four to one like that. Yeah. It's, it's a that's the reality of social media. If you're good at it, in the long run, you're going to expand. I mean, right now I have I have been going heavy in the social media world for the last two years. Oh yeah, maybe a year and a half. A lot. If you look me up on social media, you will see that I have a lot of content being. Put, put out, out there every day. I'm a freaking baby. You compare me with the Gary Vaynerchuk's. If I were, if I were, if I were actually trying to compare myself with other marketers, I would get so frustrated that I would just quit. You <laughs> yeah. know, Grant Cardone does a video and he gets a hundred thousand views in a matter of a day. Now yeah. I, I helped him with some of that stuff because I got him. For example, I convinced him to get on Instagram TV. He wasn't doing that. Mm. He did it. Started blowing up. Yeah. Now I do a video on Instagram TV and I get. A thousand views within a couple of days, right? If I'm if I'm doing okay, yeah. now he gets on it and he does a hundred thousand. Yeah. Now, but if you go back and you reverse engineer and you understand what he's been through compared to what I've been through, yeah. And he started at zero, he, like everyone else. He started at zero followers. He started at know? zero followers, and for years he went through the same thing. He's not doing today what he was doing ten years ago. Oh, yeah, or even five years ago. Exactly. So there's uh, there's artists right now that um um I mean you you'll see some of the top celebrities that um, are going into a condition of being unknown because yeah. they haven't penetrated social media but at the same time you have other guys like Robert Downey Jr. freaking killing it with social media. People forget that he was in jail for drugs at the bottom of his career. He was at the highest of careers Academy Award nominated, dropped to the bottom and then worked his way back to the top now. Yeah. So you, it's just doing it. So where would you start then? If you want to, right. like, where, it's, okay, great. We need to be on social media. We need to be posting. We need to do lives. Right. We need to do posts. What do you start? Okay, where then, do we start? Before I tell you it's that. it's overwhelming. Before I tell you that, let, yeah. me, let me go back to a Robert Downey Jr. example. Okay. okay. He's killed in social media. Agreed? Yeah. He's, like, hardcore. Like, yeah. This guy, Him, Will Smith. Will Smith. I mean, they put our video out there, uh, and they get so much attention. So much. Do you think they're ever going to struggle financially? No. They're, they're not. 
obviously the world could probably like collapse in them and they maybe stop putting themselves out there but yeah. as long as he continues doing this this guy is gonna go like he's gonna be able to sell any business he's oh, gonna yeah. be able to uh, sell any movie he's gonna be able to get attention for anything that he does I mean I'm excited to see uh I mean, this, po this podcast episode will probably come out a little bit later after Gemini Man, but at the, we're recording this, but Gemini Man hasn't been released, but he's been promoting it. Right. From about the time he started social media, he started filming it. I'm excited. It's That'll probably, probably break be, a lot of records. It'll probably be his biggest movie to date. It's a social media effect, right? Exactly. So I just want to, before I give you guys some like practical advice on how to start, I, I want to just put that in your universe, right? Like the reality yeah. of like, if you're in social media and you have done your job and for the last several years you keep on doing it and keep on doing it and keep on doing it, your life is but more that's, secure because of it. Yeah. It's more secure. And I want to emphasize a point you just said there was... Over the last couple years, yeah, it's, years. It's, it could be two, three, four years of doing it on social media before you're there. Yeah. And let me tell you what is actually something um, surprising because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a mini celebrity. Mini. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. Like yeah. in my world, um, in the e-commerce world, a lot of people know me. I get invited to speak on stages. Mm -hmm. I get invited to. So in my world, people know me, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm at the point right now in which even though I don't get the hundreds of thousands of views, Two years in, people approach me to say, oh my God, thank you for your videos doing selfies and stuff like that. Yeah. And sometimes... You've been speaking at conventions? Uh, exactly. Speaking at conventions, I get invited to different places. So it just trickles along the way. That's yeah. just the way it is. So that's one thing important that you guys have to all keep in mind, that the, the game is won not only with just putting yourself out there, putting yourself out there consistently and for a long time without being worried about... Oh my God, my paintings are the most beautiful in the world. My art is incredible. I'm such a good singer. I'm such a great, great guitar player, but nobody's actually liking it. Uh, so social media is not my path. The moment that you say that, you are basically Shoot. lying to yourself. And you're shooting yourself in the foot. Right, because social media is how we're communicating to the world today. Yeah. That's basically I mean, it's, the it's, state. It's really cool. My, um, my friend, Chloe Feynman, I've been working with her, consulting with her for the last three, four years. And she came to me about four years ago and was like, Jake, I want to be on SNL. How do I do it? And I said, okay, great. Well, what does SNL need? They need impressions, f funny original characters, and you to be a personality. And we worked on her Instagram, and she just did Instagram. She didn't do YouTube, didn't do Facebook, she was just hardcore on Instagram. And she just is now starring in the 45th season. No way. Of SNL. Dude, that's incredible. Yeah. So incredible. literally this Saturday is the first episode of SNL this season. Wow. And, and so she reached out to them. Yeah. Well, she's been on, like, yeah. She basically got in front of them from another, but it was from Instagram. Yeah. She started getting their attention from Instagram. Right. And then was doing other live performances in the LA area and around the country to get in front of the writers and the producers. And they, they invited her to be on the show. That is incredible. But it was all through Instagram. Yeah, because if you want to reach some of these lines, they're going to look you up in social to find out if you're for real. Yeah. If you're alive. And it was only because she kept putting out videos every week. And just it started. But she only had like 40,000 followers. She didn't have 1.2 million followers when she got booked. She literally had 40,000 followers when they said, hey, do you want to be on the show? Amazing. So you don't need millions of followers. You just need to be doing it consistently, putting it out there. Right. If you understand it is your future, 
If you understand that social media will continue to be the way we communicate over the next few decades, which I have zero doubts about that, Completely we're not right. going back. Nobody's going to do a strike and just <laughs> abandon their cell phones. And Sonny's like, we're going to live the world without cell phones. That's not Or happening. without Facebook yeah. or YouTube. It's, not go- it's actually going deeper into that world. Yeah. I can tell you there's things that are happening. We're not going to get too deep into that. But <laughs> there's things that are happening that Facebook is going to compete with Amazon now for e-commerce. Oh, yeah. They're going to be one and, checkout. And the opposite is Amazon starting to compete with Facebook social. as a social media. Absolutely. All that stuff is happening. So the world is going to go deeper in that direction. Uh, we got to be a part of it. It's just getting started. It's starting to understand itself. And artists are going to recognize this. And it's going to continue to flood the platforms with these guys. So you got to jump on it right now. So what do you do? Well, first yeah. of all, you recognize what platforms present to you an opportunity today. Okay. When somebody is uh, is uh, so, if you want to put out a video, you should be on YouTube. Let me tell, I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. Yeah. When somebody is um, listen, maybe somebody's listening to this podcast five years from, believe it or not, yeah. somebody it's a little freaky to think about that. All right, think about it for a second. Jim. Yeah. Somebody, seventeen years from today, in the year two, it's two thousand thirty-six. All right. Wow. Might be listening to this podcast right now, guys. Let that sink in. Whenever we put something out there, yeah. it stays there forever. I mean, think about it. I mean, I was watching movies from, I still watch movies from the 1920s. So from 100 years ago. So we are all artists now. Yeah. Like we are all creators. Like, you don't have to be in a movie from 1950. Like, I cannot see my grandpa. Yeah. I'm screwed. He was a businessman. <laughs> if I wanted to understand how he built himself up yeah. to being successful, I got zero stories about my grandpa. Now, if my, my grandpa was like a famous actor, then I can go back. Yeah, but, but right again, now, that's like the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. <laughs> exactly. But now anybody can do that. Now, we all can do that. You've got to understand, whatever year you're living in, mm-hmm. what are the platforms that have the most attention? Yeah. And how to utilize these platforms. I can tell you that generally they're like a handful, five or ten of them. Okay. That's, that's it. And you got to understand, like, if you are um, an artist, mm-hmm. you need attention. You need people that are qualified, interested in what you have to offer. Uh, a- answer me this question, Jake, uh, since you live in this world with artists. Yep. What is an artist trying to do? What is the end goal? I understand that the uh, painter is trying to sell his paintings. Create art. It's to create an emo- I would say to create an emotional impact or to change somebody um, by them viewing their art. Yeah, but he needs to pay his bills. Yeah. Right, for his family. So yeah. how do the artists, like, okay, so an artist, an actor, for example, yeah. needs to be booked on gigs, right? Yes. Right? So a painter needs to be able to sell, sell his arts. And Musicians need to the sell records and... Musicians uh, need to sell records and, and concert tickets, tickets yep. right? And also they need to be invited to concerts. Yeah. For example, there's a big concert and they want to bring in new Yeah, like festivals. Festivals. They need to get to festivals because that's how they'll get paid. Right, exactly. All of those roads lead down the same path, which is the process of capturing attention. Yeah. Them, no matter what they are. So if you understand that, you put your head down and you work at it. What is working? Working is doing what you love as much as possible. Yeah. That's what I like to, that's the, for me, I love what I do. And I'm here with you in my office, and I'm working. Yeah. I'm talking to you. Talking is part of my law, my, my job. It's my passion. Yeah. So um, it's easy for me to do because I love it. Artists need to start thinking more with, this is my work. This is what I do. Yeah. Maybe I need to like work. Yeah, maybe I need to work 30 hours a week because my artist job right now does not pay the bills. 
but I have to understand that this is my main, most important work. So in order for me to get there, one year, two years, or a year on the line, I need to put my head down and work. Yeah. So you find your platforms. For example, uh, I can tell you that on on Facebook, Facebook is, uh, I was doing a, uh, one time I was doing a presentation with uh, Russell Brunson, mm-hmm. who's a founder of ClickFunnels. He gave a great analogy on the different platforms. And uh, it stuck with me because it makes sense. I remember you telling yeah? me this. Yeah. So Facebook is like, the way he described it, it's like, it's like a talk show, right? You go in there, for example, if you're an artist and you are um, creating art, it would be so dumb of you to not be live all the time. Yeah. So if you, like literally, live all the time. Why? Because, I mean, this is, all, tra- this is strategies I've told people. It's like, right. musicians should just be doing live performances. All the time. Yeah, at least once a week, if not two or three times a week. You could also do a live show every single night. Yeah, exactly. Like, for example, an artist that's painting, um, you cannot really steal an artist. Like, if you're a good painter, good luck trying to copy that. You know? Yeah. So don't worry about showing people how you paint. Yeah. That's if if thing. anything, mm-hmm. anybody who you know follows painting and painters, you know what do we love watching is painting time lapses yeah. of seeing the painting go from a white canvas to a done masterpiece, or just right. whether it's a masterpiece or not to a done painting. Yeah. It's always the coolest to see the process yeah. of it. If you're an actor, for example, why don't you talk to the world about your process? Your yeah. disappointments, your excitements. You or you could even do your auditions. You got a new audition. You have an audition, perform it and practice it on a Facebook Live. Imagine how cool that would be if you go through the process of having 17 auditions and you get the client and then yeah. number 18 you get picked up and you get the world to actually see that process with you. Then everybody can go and reverse engineer and go back to how you made yourself, yeah. what it really took. I was talking to my son about that the other day. He's 13 years old, he's very smart. But I was telling him, look, do you understand that all the people that you follow for a long time, they struggled? They it didn't, they just, I mean, there's exemptions, right? Uh, you have uh, the Kardashian, yeah. the youngest billionaire ever. She yeah. just bit, she just beat Mark Zuckerberg, right? Yeah. So was it easier for her? Heck yes, she has a name. Yeah. Most successful businesses, entrepreneurs, artists, have fought their way through to success. I know, sure as heck, I did, right? So there's a process, and if you can show them that process, that's really valuable, but that is a long-term path. So Facebook is like a talk show. You go in there, you go live, you show people about your acting, about your process, tell stories, do paintings, um, whatever it is that your art is all about. Do singing, connect with them. Think of it like the Ellen Show or the Oprah Show or just, Think of it like that live everyday show that you tune in, you watch your half an hour segment, and then you move on with your life. Correct. And then there's, uh, there's several channels, right? Let, let's go and name them out. Yeah. There's Facebook, there's Instagram. YouTube. There's YouTube. There's right now, which is really hot, TikTok. TikTok. It's a reality. And then also right. LinkedIn. Yeah, and TikTok is so good for musicians and artists, right? Oh, yeah. And then there's LinkedIn, which is business to business. Um, LinkedIn might be a place in which you're going to find those decision makers that might invite you to shows, to concerts, to... Well, I was, I mean, I was ironically talking about LinkedIn with somebody else, um, about with artists and whatnot. It's like, think about who buys paintings. Right. People who have money. Who typically has money is business owners. Where are you going to get in front of business owners faster and easier? LinkedIn. 
people have money to spend on LinkedIn. Absolutely, it's rather a great, than a great place. And so you can find a niche audience that way. And not only that, just right by now going there. it's really hot right now. Exactly, and it's it's going for an era of uh, organic reach. Yeah. Similar to what Facebook went for years ago. So if you're a broke artist, which I know a lot of people listening here <laughs> are, okay, I know that because I... We like to call them up-and-coming artists. Up-and-coming, okay, that's a better term, right? But the blonde term is we're all fucking broke. <laughs> so if you're, if you're struggling financially, LinkedIn, you, you, you want to use those platforms yeah. that present you an opportunity to get your message seen by people at low or zero cost. Yeah, and I can it's, it's right free now, to post. Instagram? And LinkedIn are those platforms right now. Mm. Instagram right now still has the organic reach has been has is lower now than what it was. Cut down, yeah, a little bit. But Instagram TV has very very high organic reach. Really. So, for example, if you post a video on the Instagram feed, yeah. one minute video, and you put it to your audience, let's say you have ten thousand followers, yeah. well, you might get a, maybe a thousand views, uh, a few hundred views, or something like that. Mm-hmm. If you put it on Instagram TV, email. It might go down, might go up to two or three thousand views. Wow! Instagram TV is really hot, and it makes sense because Facebook uh, is trying really hard to present a real competitor for the first time to YouTube. Wow. A real competitor. It's a searchable platform. You can find content. You can um, upload full segments, video segments. If, yeah. you, if you have over 10,000 followers, you can do videos up to 60 minutes in length. And you can do now vertical videos and horizontal videos. If you have wow. under 10,000 followers, uh, well, you can still do videos that are up to 15 minutes in length. Cool. So it's still a great platform for you to do vertical and horizontal video and um, just communicate your art and get a lot of reach. And eventually that's going to help you get a lot more attention. So Facebook, Instagram, more like content, video, artistic. It's such a great platform for artists, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's a great way to show your art. Very visual. Great content platform for people to engage and super user-friendly. And then you have the stories on both platforms, yeah. which are obviously a great, great place just for you. daily content. Yeah, just like behind the scenes content. Yeah. yeah behind the scenes. Exactly. What are you doing? What are you about to work on? Announcements that you're going to be live on this place, on that place. Uh, that you have a concert that you're going to go to. Uh, this is what you're working on right now. Um, once you get to 10,000 followers, you can actually do swipe ups to different links, links and stuff like that. If you have under 10,000 followers, you can still do swipe ups to Instagram really? TV videos. That's yeah. good to know. So you can actually do an Instagram TV video and just publish it. Let's say that you have 8,400 followers. Yeah. You can do an, 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 an Instagram story and say, mm. hey, I just made a video on Instagram TV, which is super cool, on the subject of um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Swipe up to check it out. You can do swipe ups under 10,000 only for Instagram TV. Wow. Okay, so that could be done there. So it shows you how much they're pushing Instagram TV right now. They're really pushing it really hard. Uh, they want to make it a, a platform that pulls attention from YouTube and keeps it there. Keeps it on Yeah, yep. and there's a lot of creators right now. I mean, I, I know where Dr. Berg is getting sometimes more reach on his Instagram TV videos than on YouTube. Wow. And if you think about it, Dr. Berg has 260,000 followers on Instagram. Instagram. And he has 3.2 million subscribers on YouTube. And he's getting more views sometimes. Sometimes he gets more views on his Instagram TV videos than on his YouTube videos. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that shows you something. Yeah. With, you know, what is that, almost a tenth of the followers? Less right. than, yeah, that's like a tenth, 10% of yeah. the followers is on Instagram, but right. it's getting more views. And I follow, I follow Facebook's reports, the quality reports. Mm-hmm. You know, what are they spending money at? 
they're spending a lot of money on that platform right now. Cool. And it's 2019, and they're just getting started with it. They're going to push it harder. You got to be on it. You got to be on it. So yeah. what is the key? Um, some people ask me sometimes. This is the final thing that I can say about it. So you got Instagram, Facebook. You got stories on both platforms. Yeah. Important. You got um, LinkedIn. You got TikTok platforms. Snapchat. I've never been into Snapchat really. It's not my thing, but I know it has attention. Yeah. It has but again, it's that behind the scenes, 24-hour type of thing. Right. You got Twitter, which is also a great platform for artists. I mean, you want to you want to be there. Yeah. The term. James, I mean, that's the how. Term. Um. Between Twitter and TikTok is how uh, Lil Nas X. Uh, Old Town Road. Blew Some up. of the guys have yeah. been discovered. It's just through, uh, he started on Twitter, and then he, some guy from Twitter found it and was like, hey, can I put this as a TikTok video? And used the song on a TikTok video and it blew up. Right. Became a number one single. The term, that's amazing. The term uh, that we are using in this new world mm -hmm. is um, what the um, religions have used for ages, mm -hmm. which is omnipresence. God is omnipresent, right? Yeah. God is everywhere. Yeah. He can see everything. Seeing all. You have to be everywhere. Because if somebody's not on Instagram, they're on LinkedIn. If they're not on LinkedIn, they're on Facebook. If not on Facebook, they're on YouTube. If they're not. They're, they're in this world. So let me ask you this, because I know this is, I've seen my friends struggle with this, and even I've had these struggles, is it can get overwhelming trying to be on every channel all at once, where all you feel like you're doing is marketing. You're not actually even doing what you want to be doing, which is you know, creating the art. What would you say to that? Hmm. As you go through the process of creating content, yeah. it gets easier with time, and at some point, uh, you'll have a system down mm. for utilizing content over and over on the same content on different platforms. Mm. You can have a system in which, for example, if you have a, a video that you recorded, yeah. you post that on Facebook today, and four days from now, you post it on YouTube. And then five days from now, you grab a different copy that is gonna be above the video, and you post it on LinkedIn. Mm. So now, instead of being every day and doing nothing but being live, you can reuse. I mean, you know me. Use you know one my process. piece of content throughout the week, but putting, like, that same one piece of content that you record on Monday, putting it on Tuesday on this channel, Wednesday out on that channel, Thursday out on that channel. So you're only having to create one piece of content, but it's going out on different places. Many different places. Yeah. And that's the best way to go about it because um, organic reach is very low on most of these platforms. Yeah. So when somebody sees you on Instagram, chances of them seeing you on Facebook are very low, yeah. slim to none. Even posting it on Instagram directly, and then posting it again four days later on Instagram, chances of that same person seeing it are still very low yeah. because of the organic reach. So you don't have to worry about it. You know my process. You know that I'm not always documenting. Yeah. Now, people think that I'm always documenting. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if they see me on social media, they, they, when they see me walking around, and I go to parties and events and gatherings and meetups, etc., and I'm like, oh my God, I know I'm seeing you all over the place. You're everywhere now. Yeah omnipresence I'm not really recording all the time I'm working I have an agency to build yeah. I have a family I have all this stuff going on right so I'm not always recording but because I um, um, have certain moments like um, you went with me to Austin yeah we were in Austin um, shooting yeah. recently right uh, we're shooting a com a, an event in which uh, I get I got to speak in front of a thousand people yeah we spent four days recording you're gonna keep on seeing pieces of that content probably for years. Yeah. That's a reality. I mean, I mean Gary V today, does that. Fantastic. Absolutely. You see stuff, videos that he's done 10 years ago that he's repurposing today. 
Absolutely. You know, and he'll reference like, hey, check out this video I did yeah. 10 years ago. I was right 10 years ago. And whatever, you know, he'll reference whatever he's saying. So you have to have a content gallery. Yeah. And you got to keep on posting consistently. But you got to understand that the process of creating content for an artist is now different than for a business. Mm-hmm. It has to be part and parcel of your everyday activities. It has to be. It, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hat. That was perfect. It's that, a job. That's what I wanted to go into next. It's like, great, we, we need to post every day pick a platform or try to post on all, but what are we posting? Like, what what you is know, the content that we're, you know what I, that artists need to be putting out? Here's the example. Yeah. Uh, before we started recording this podcast, yeah. um, I was looking for one of my guys and I said, hey, I'm about to go with Jake to record a podcast. Make sure you go in there and just record a story. What happened a few minutes ago? One of those guys, staff came in here and shot some behind the scenes. Yeah. So now obviously you might be saying, well, Manuel, that's easy for you because you have a business and organization and staff and you have all these people. I'm like a broke artist. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. You always have to be thinking about that. All right. Yeah. Let's say that I was I mean, here. Manuel, at the beginning of this podcast, you forced me to do a Facebook Live as we were recording this. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say that I was I had no staff here, no people, no human beings. Yeah. I will still be thinking about it. My phone will be here recording something that we're doing. I will be looking for ways to create more content because I understand that content is not only the present, it's the freaking future. And if I want to pay attention to my future, which I know we all do generally, unless we're like not happy with our lives and we want to quit life, right? Which hopefully uh, you get some help if you're in that spot, right? We do have a lot of tools to give you if you are. But if you are looking towards uh, expansion, you have to know that uh, recording content is going to build your present and your future. And you got to continuously do it. Whenever you yeah. have a chance, your wife, your husband, your neighbor, your friend, your party uh, companion, uh, anybody that's with you, you have them record and document what you have going on. Yeah. You have a message. You record it. You go live. You record a video. And you start accumulating. You know, the other day I realized these phones are getting bigger and bigger. Dude, 500 gigabytes. Yeah. My phone. And the next one's going to be that, a terabyte. And that doesn't and even count the cloud. <laughs> you just upload it all to a cloud, and you don't even have to worry about it on your phone. Absolutely. It's all in, you know, yeah. in the cloud. Jake and I recorded, uh, we recorded uh, my, my course, um, a training on Facebook advertising uh, two years ago, yeah. something like that. And if I want to find that, that process, it's all there. Pictures, I was going through the process, little videos, funny stories, actual recordings, it's all there. So you can go back and use this thing over and over again. So it's just going through that process. Exactly. That mindset. Okay, I got to turn on my camera. I got to do this. I got to sit down and write. That's another area, right? Because you can actually write stuff. You can actually create content by writing, by doing graphics, by, you know, doing a podcast like you're doing right now. Those are all things that are valuable ways to capture some attention so you can sell more services in the future, so you can get yourself known and find opportunities along the way. Totally. Well, I think that was, that's unbelievable. I mean, very clear takeaways from this is just, you've got to be brave and put yourself out there. Like Nike has said for ages to us. Just do it. Just do it. Just, just do it. Go. Just do it. Just do it. They've been right all along, man. Dude. They've been right. Just got to follow just Nike. Just do it, man. Just do it. Just do it. Just grab your camera. If you have a cell phone signal, you are a content creator. If you have a, a device that is an iPhone or an Android. I'm going to ask you this. What if, what if people feel like they're not... 
ready to do it or they're scared to do it or they think they're going to be stupid or they're they have whatever that voice in their head that's telling them not to do it yeah what do you what would you kind of say to them you know like um, a process that i know is really helpful Mm -hmm. is connecting yourself with people that are doing it Mm. and just flowing power and energy towards them yeah like for example would you i asked you a question did it influence you to be with me for four months hearing me talk and implement all this knowledge into camera for months. Yeah. It helped you, right? Like maybe you, oh my God, I gotta do this, or I gotta do that. And maybe you felt more like, okay, I know more of a direction, right? I mean, even just being, just helping you with that that conference just the other day in Austin, totally helped, was like, oh, okay, oh yeah, that's some good ideas. Ooh, I like that idea. I have people. Yeah. Uh, I have people above me. Uh, before you and I recorded the podcast, yeah. I was talking to a person that the only person that I would call a boss, right? Even though he's not my boss directly, but yeah. he's a client. But client. you know, you know, yeah. this, this is a very, very big person. I mean, I can tell you, um, I do a few million dollars a year already in my agency. Yeah. Uh, this guy does four hundred million dollars a year, right? Yeah. So I'm always looking to absorb from him and learn from him anything that I can. So look up. Look. Connect. Find out the guys who are doing a little better than you and see how you can help them, how they can help you and how you guys can build the team together. Yeah, look for an artist that's already doing it. Follow them, help them, somehow provide value even if it's free. Get connected and see their thought process, their daily activities, their routines. What are they doing? And by doing so, you're going to get a little bit closer up towards that yourself and you're going to start executing. And that's what I feed on my staff. I always always look for them to thrive. I want them to be in front of the camera. I want them to create their own personal brands. And seeing me so much doing what I do really does help them also go down that path yeah and you don't even know who's looking at you you're always looking up but you don't even know who's looking up at you so you know you owe it to yourself and to the others around you to set the example of being that guy who's putting out the content who's killing it who you know totally so this has been awesome. You and I could always talk for hours. You know, we were talking for a half an hour before this. We'll probably talk for hours after this podcast. We'll do a ten hour podcast. Exactly. We can call it a ten hour podcast. We'll, we'll have to do a we'll have to do a part two. And I mean, you'll always have great updates on social media and oh, stuff yeah. like that. So when I'm back in town, we'll we'll do a part two on this. That's awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Manuel. Oh, thank you for having me, Jake. Appreciate it, guys. Get to work. Just do it. All right. And if you want to learn more about Facebook marketing, if you want to learn more about Instagram marketing, go check out Manuel Suarez on all of his social media channels. He's got a great course. I directed it. Called, <laughs> uh, the Facebook Ninjas, yeah. right? Uh, and the Facebook Masters course, uh, it's all about, it's Facebook, it's Instagram, it's uh, messenger marketing. There's so much to learn on it. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, all right, you guys, just uh, get out there, start shooting some videos. All right. Hey, guys, so I hope you enjoyed that podcast today. It was a great interview. Uh, hopefully, you got a lot of value from it. If you want to continue following that type of content and getting education as an artist, on how to capture these social media platforms and how to get your message seen, heard by as many people as possible on these new platforms that today we uh, take for granted, a lot of us. Well, they are quite powerful. So Jake uh, does have a podcast called The Artistic Entrepreneur. If you want to check him out on podcasts or any of the major platforms out there, Google Podcasts, Spotify, just go check him out. The Artistic Entrepreneur by Jake Isham. I definitely, definitely recommend that you follow this guy. He's a great, great creative mind. All right. See you guys in the next podcast. Talk soon.